right, well, good, good evening and welcome to 412 Ministry. We're glad you could join us tonight, if you're able to join us. For those of you that are not able to join us, well, that's okay. Uh, uh, we didn't really like you anyway. But if you're watching later, well, we did like you, just, just not as much as those that watched us live. So anyway, we're glad you're here. Uh, we want to take some time here to just encourage you. We, we get it. There's a lot of stuff going on. You're, having, you're confined at your house. You're locked in. You're quarantined. That, that's not a big deal for you homeschoolers because you don't go out anyway. You're like, you mean people go outside on, on purpose? Whoa. Yes, they do. So, so here is your chance, you homeschoolers, to, to, be, to be light for those other normal kids that, that are used to going outside. What you want to do is you want to encourage them. Reach out to them. You know, put them on a pedestal. And then you knock that pedestal out from under them. I'm not saying that's the Christian thing to do, but it's the fun thing to do. I, it, it's probably okay if you do it in like brotherly love, so, so do that. Nothing wrong with it, I'm pretty sure. You, you know, call up to the church and check me. But in any case, um, everything's going to be just fine. You're going to survive this. It, they've got these things none of you probably have, and they're called phones, and they've got little games on them. So feel free to use that. Except for you, Braden Tingle, because I'm sure you've had yours removed and taken away from you, probably deservedly so. But the rest of you, use your phone, okay? Have fun. This is your chance to stay on your phone and not get in trouble. In any case, uh, let's address the big problem we've got today. No toilet paper. It's a big deal. And I was going to get up here tonight, and I was going to blame Auburn, you know, because they got this tradition where they go out and then they, they win a game, they, they go to this corner and they throw toilet paper up in a tree. Most of it's not used. So they're wasting all that unused toilet paper. And that's, I'm thinking, that's not good in today's environment, right? So I was going to blame them, but then I got to thinking, where, where did this tradition come from? So I did some research, right? And I come to find out that they, it was after a big game, right? They're, double, triple overtime, Auburn beats this high school team. It was a really close game, but they were fired up and excited for beating that team that they hadn't beat in years. And so this father and his son, they're walking, they're going home. And the son, he, he says to the dad, he says, Paul, I've got this here roll of toilet paper from the outhouse, and I'm carrying it around just like you told me to, in case we've got to go, you know. And he said, but Paul, I was thinking about, I don't know, let's just throw it up in this tree here. And, and the Paul, the dad, he, he's an Auburn graduate, right? So he's thinking, whoa. He said, son, that roll of toilet paper, it's got to last us a whole month. Or else we've got to use your mom's apron again. But you might be onto something. Take, it, take that roll of toilet paper and just throw it up in the tree. Good idea. And that's how the tradition started. Little known fact. And, and what's cool about this whole story I'm sharing with you is that that little boy, he is our very own Jim Franklin. So kudos to Jim Franklin and War Eagle to you, buddy. So proud of you. So enough about that. I, I, I don't want to blame Auburn, okay? Because I got to thinking, you know, look, they just go out there just after they win and throw the toilet paper up. And, and frankly, they don't win that much, right? So it's not that big of a loss. But... I know what you're all saying. Well, they beat Alabama. <laughs> yuck it, yuck. Yes, they did. I saw it. I was watching. 
you guys invested some good money in referees. We congratulate you there. And I guess if I'm asking anything about that game, I would just have to ask, you know, what were you thinking, Nick Saban? What were you thinking? I'm not blaming you. Look, just call me. We'll talk about it. I'm not asking for a job. I mean, if you want to give me one, we'll talk. I'll take it. Um, I'm not even going to ask you to tell you how to coach. I don't think you need that. You get paid enough money to lose to a high school team. But in any case, call me because I'm thinking, I'm thinking you might have some toilet paper to spare. Because I've seen you on that sideline, and you are wound up tight. I doubt you use a lot of toilet paper. Just my thinking. So, you know, if you're watching, and I'm, I'm sure you are, call me, call me, okay? Enough public service here on, on how you students need to be handling yourselves. What we do want to do is show you a couple of videos by two very intelligent men that are basically providing some public service announcements on how you need to be aware and, and take care of yourselves when you, where, wherever you are and when, you, when you're at church included. So how about watching these announcements? COVID, let's kick it. Self-isolate and listen, COVID's back, it's a brand new version, the virus grabs a hold of you tightly, grips like a harpoon, yeah, it's frightening, will it ever stop, yo, I hope so, stock up on pasta and bog roll, yeah, it's extreme, it's global, international, bleach everything, wipe the floor with door handles, hand sanitizer, market has boomed, I'm staying in doing TikToks in my bedroom, deadly, corona is the enemy, scientists doing their best to make a remedy, wash it and clean it yourself all day, social distancing, please stay away, yes, it's a problem, but we'll Solve it, let's stick together and we can resolve it. Virus, baby. Coronavirus, baby. Coronavirus, baby. Coronavirus, baby. Yo, just be careful out there. Let's love one another. sanitizer in church. Anybody notice that? I don't know. At my church, they have these two hand sanitizer stations right by the front door greeters. That is not a good message. People come in on Sunday. How you doing? Nice to see you all. It's good to see you. Thanks for coming. You're going to love it here. We just love people. You can just be yourself. You can just be yourself. We don't care. We don't judge you. We just love. You sit back and whatever questions you have, you let us know. We'll let you know whatever we can do for you, okay? Y'all newly married? You got four kids? Four kids. That is amazing. God, love. we love kids here. Kids are like a little gift from God is what they are. They are just wonderful little creatures that God gives us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where y'all from? Arkansas? Okay. There's some mints in the basket. Grab a handful, you circus freaks. Go ahead. Well, I uh, hope you enjoyed the videos. I mean, the point here is to still have fun. Uh, I, know you're, I know you're stuck inside. I know you're kind of not used to getting to do your daily routines. But at the end of the day, we need to still, you know, 
have fun, enjoy yourselves. You, sh- you can still laugh. You don't have to live in fear, all right? So, so we've got a, a few verses we're going to read tonight. And the point here is to not be in fear, to live your life like God controls your life and that you know where you're going to end up being regardless of what happens with this coronavirus or anything else. Maybe you're just in a car and in a wreck. Who knows? Who knows? Our days are numbered regardless of what's going on today with this coronavirus. So just be at peace, and that's what these verses are going to be. So if you will, uh, open your Bibles or just read along with me on the screen. We've got three, different, th- three short verses we're going to go to. The first one's in Proverbs, uh, chapter 17, verse 22. And it says, A merry heart does good, like medicine, but a broken bone, but, but a broken spirit dries the bones. Then let's go to, let's, let's turn over to 2 Timothy. We got, we're going to go to chapter 1, verse 7. And it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. And then the last one, let's, we're going to go to Philippians. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be not, made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So let's pray. Father, we just thank you for today. We thank you that we have the opportunity just to to get together online here, Lord, and just uh, to share your word. We thank you for Corey's willingness and and his diligence, his studies. And and Lord, we just pray that that his message tonight would minister to each and every one of us. Lord, we just just pray that, that... that you would help calm fears and that all that's going on with this coronavirus, that you would just remind us that you're in control and that you know uh, what you have in store for us. So tonight, Lord, we just lift you up. We just want to praise you in our worship. We want to praise you in our study, and we want to focus on you and and grow closer to you. Lord, we just um, ask that you would protect us this week, protect our family, our church body, and most importantly, we want you to know that we love you. No matter what's going on in this world, we love you. We want to honor you in, in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, guys. Speaking um, for the youth band especially, we have really, really missed uh, being with y'all, worshiping with y'all. So um, the leaders asked uh, for us to do music this week, and while I didn't want to ask the entire band to come up here and get really sick or take chances, um We are going to do some music, so I just want to invite y'all to stand and praise and worship the Lord. for me Love's like a hurricane I am a tree bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy When all of a sudden I am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory And I realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me. And oh, how he loves us so. Oh, 
how he loves us all. He is jealous for me, loves like a hurricane. I am a tree bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy. When all of a sudden I am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory, and I realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me. And oh, how he loves us so. and he is our prize drawn to redemption by the grace in his eyes if his grace is an ocean we're all sinking so heaven meets earth like an unforeseen kiss and my heart turns violently inside of my chest and I don't have time to maintain these regrets when I think about the way that he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves. Yeah, he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves. Oh 
greatest song we could ever sing. Worthy of all the praise we could ever bring. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. Oh, we live for you. Jesus, the name above every other Jesus, the only one who could ever say, worthy of every breath we could ever breathe, we live for you, oh, we live for you. Holy, there is no one like you, there is none beside you. today, Lord, just to still gather together and just praise and worship you um, through word and through song. God, I pray that what Corey has to say would just touch you in every one of our hearts, Lord, that um, we would just be attentive, Lord, and that you would just speak through him and us. In your name I pray, amen. It's like I don't know who you are anymore, Jimmy. People change, Rod. People change. You're not the guy I used to know. You're not anything like the guy I used to know. People change, Rod. People change. But you've changed quite a bit, haven't you? You've changed quite a bit more than most people do. People change, Rod. People change. y'all really enjoyed that um really weird and dumb video um 
but I think that there's a lot of truth to that. Um, even as young adults, teenagers, y'all are starting to see friends who maybe used to be friends and maybe they aren't friends anymore. Um, maybe that's because it's just a natural thing, but maybe you've got people in your life that they have changed. Um, the fact of the matter is, is that people do change. And so as we kind of dive into um, immutability tonight and what that means, um, what I want you to know is that for the rest of your life, you are going to deal with things changing, with people changing. Um, maybe it's their viewpoints. Maybe it's their um, personality. Maybe it's even certain traits. Maybe somebody becomes a thief. Um, maybe somebody um, becomes a liar or whatever it is. People just change. And um, But the one thing that we can kind of rely on um, and know, just kind of take it to the bank, is that God does not change. And so I really thought that that video was a good way to kind of introduce the topic tonight, um, even though it was weird and a dumb one. Um, but I know some of y'all enjoyed it. Um, with that being said, I do want to tell y'all um, I miss y'all. I love y'all. Um, I can't wait to where we can all be back together as a group um, because then I can look at your faces and tell y'all um, all the things I want to tell you. So... No, I do. I love y'all. Um, looking forward to that day that we get. Um, hopefully it's sooner rather than later. But let's dive on in um, to the fact that God is immutable. Okay, this is attribute <clears throat> number 15. Um, and so it's taken us a while. I wish it was a lot more than um, or a lot less than just 15 weeks um, or, or I wish it was 15 weeks, but it's not. It's been a lot longer than that, but, um, but you know, the Lord's in control. Um, but what I want you to think about when we um, look at that God is immutable, um, it's that he is never changing, okay? So when we kind of think about the fact that God is immutable, we, I want you to know that um, God is not changing, okay? He is the same. We're going to really dive into that a little bit more tonight. Um, let's define his immuta immutability first, okay? Um, but before we, we really get to defining it, um, let's stop and ask the Lord um, to really just guide us tonight in our study um, and to really take control, okay? Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray that you would um, be with me, Lord. I pray that you would speak through me, Lord. I pray that you would take um, all the knowledge that you have given me, Father, and that you will um, really just pull that out of me, Lord, in, in a verbal form. Father, I pray that anything that does not need to be said, Lord, would, would remain with me and everything that needs to be said would come out. Father, I pray that they would be your words and not mine. Lord, um, I pray you would control my tongue, Lord. You would control my mind, my heart. Um, just anything that has to do with this lesson, Father, I pray that you would be in control of that and really just use it for your glory and your honor. Lord, I pray that you would um, be with us tonight. Lord, help us to really focus on who you are and your word. Um, Lord, help us to know that we can depend on you, Father. Um, in times of um, just absolute chaos and in times where everything's kind of going the way that we would like it to go. 
Father, I just pray that we would depend on you and look to you and you only. It's your name I'm praying with all my heart. I love you. Amen. <clears throat> so let's define God's immutability. All right. Google defines immutability as unchanging over time or unable to be changed. Okay. Um, so this, it's a um, unchanging over time or unable to be changed. All right, this means that God has a history of not changing. And it's not just God in his kind of wholeness, um, but it's also going to be kind of the individual attributes that make God, God. Okay, so not only does God not change, but who he is does not change. Okay, when the Lord kind of opened my eyes to, it's not just God in this like wholeness that doesn't change, but it's each individual attribute. And so it's not only is God just, but God has always been just. And not only is God love, but he is always love. And so you've got God's justice and you've got his love that are always working together. Okay. And so I really wanted that to, to sink in with us and for us to really to, to grasp that um, God in who he is has not changed ever, um, which is beautiful to us because that means as he's been perfect, he's always been perfect. He will always be perfect. Okay. Um, and so is this a communicable or incommunicable attribute? Well, Okay, I hope y'all are yelling the right answer at the screen. Um, and I think some of you got it wrong, some of you got it right, um, but it is an incommunicable attribute. All right, incommunicable attribute. All right, <clears throat> what does the Bible say about immutability? I'm glad y'all asked. We're going to turn to Malachi 3 6. Malachi 3 6. All right, and it says, for I am the Lord, I do not change. For I am the Lord, I do not change. Therefore, you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob. Okay? And here in this context of God's attributes of justice and mercy, okay? So when you're reading this this verse six, what I really want y'all to do is kind of go before it, go after it, and, and get an idea of what, um, what Malachi is trying to communicate here, what God is using Malachi to communicate. And what you're gonna see is that he, he kind of in the first part of chapter three is dealing with God's justice, he's dealing with God's mercy, um, and how he hasn't changed. And so the Lord is speaking here and he's saying, I am the Lord. I do not change, okay? And so this is a glorious thing for us to grasp. God is immutable. He does not change, okay? Hebrews chapter one. Hebrews chapter one. Hebrews chapter one, verses 10 through 12. Hebrews 1, 10 through 12. And you, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth, 
and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain, and they will grow old like a garment. Like a cloak, you will fold them up, and they will be changed, but you are the same, and your years will not fail. All right, and this is a quote from Psalm 102, 25 through 27. But, but look at what the author of Hebrews here is quoting the psalmist. And he says, but you are the same and your years will not fail. Um, they will be changed, but you are the same. All right, so God does not change. Hebrews 13, 8. Hebrews 13, 8. <clears throat> Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. All right? And in the context um, here, it, it's speaking to various doctrines. Okay? So you kind of go a little bit, a little bit, um, we'll, we'll start in seven and kind of go through nine. Remember those who rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow, considering the outcome of, of their conduct. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines, for it is good that the heart be established by grace, not with foods which have not profited those who have yet, who have been occupied with them. Sorry. Um, but bottom line is this, is that if someone approaches you with a strange doctrine, um, you know that it, it, it's false because God does not change. It clearly says it here. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so if I was to come to you uh, tonight and say, um, you know, <clears throat> I think that um, the Lord um, changes. I think that he evolved. Um, you know, he started out as um, kind of God A and has evolved into God be. Well, you would be able to know that that's, that's not true. Not only does scripture say that that's not true, um, but it, it's a various doctrine. It just doesn't apply. And so what I want us to know here is that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Okay. Do, don't be carried away with these various doctrines. Okay. And they range all over the place. Bottom line, stick to the word of God and you'll be okay. You'll be okay. And, and let me just kind of do a pause real quick for my seniors. Um, guys and girls, this book, this book has to be your life. Okay. If you were to call up the seniors who graduated um, almost a year ago and ask them, you know, how has college been? Most of them are probably going to tell you fun, exciting, nerve-wracking, whatever. But all of them are going to tell you that that has been difficult spiritually to some degree. Okay? And, and most of them are probably going to tell you it's been spiritually difficult to a large degree. Okay? And some of that is because you're, you're getting hit on, on all these sides from these various doctrines. Please remember, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does not change. All right? 
I'm not sure though that this is quite enough. So we're gonna dig a little deeper here. And I really wanna highlight um, just one area of scripture. Um, it's in James chapter one, verse 17, James 1, 17. Um, and if your name is Colby, Hope, or Jessica, uh, I hope that you can quote this by heart right now. Um, if you didn't know, those three are going through the book of James together as a group, um, which I think is really cool. And so y'all keep up, y'all keep that, that work up. And uh, I know a lot of the girls are going through um, Habakkuk, or if you're my wife, it's Habakkuk. Um, <laughs> so um, they're going through that. But it's that's been encouraging to me to know that um, though our physical assembly has kind of come to a halt right now, that y'all are picking up that torch. Y'all are continuing on. And that's that's awesome. Y'all continue. Um, if you're not involved in a study group, get involved. Um, I'm sure Hope, Jessica, Colby would love to have you. If you're a girl and you want to be part of the girls, jump in that. I know the guys are doing some stuff too. So there's there's a lot of different options. Bottom line, just find some somewhere to get plugged in and study the word. It's, it's awesome. Okay, so James 117. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning, okay? And so what I want us to understand here is God does not change, okay? He does not change, all right? Father of lights here is uh, speaking to kind of creator. God is creator of the stars. Um, so when we see this, this terminology lights, in the Greek, what James is really communicating is that um, God is the creator of the stars, okay? Um, and so he's, he's calling them lights. And this word variation means change, okay? This word for shadow, um, I, I don't know how to pronounce it, so don't ask me to, but it's Strong's G644, Strong's G644, um, Aposchiasma, maybe, um, I'm sorry, Thad. <laughs> I know that was painful, but I'm sorry. Um, but it is a shade cast by one object on another. A shade cast by one object on another. Um, or in layman terms, a shadow. Okay, so the Greek word for a shadow means a shadow. It's funny how that works. Um, and this, this word for turning um, is Strong's G. 5157 Strong's G 5157. All right, and it's trope, trope. Um, and it's a turning of the heavenly bodies, a turning of the heavenly bodies. And what I want you to think about is um, star, moon, sun, things like that. Um, context here, Father of Lights, we're dealing with stars, so these heavenly bodies. Um, probably going to be the sun, the moon, something of that nature, okay? And really what I want us to understand here is we're going to read it one more time, and then I, I want to kind of show you what, what this, this verse is meaning. Um, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights. Remember, that's stars, <clears throat> with whom there is no variation, change, or shadow, shadow of turning, the turning of the heavenly bodies, okay? So the thought here is that the sun doesn't stop shining at night, okay? 
So like right now it's, it's nighttime, right? And the sun hasn't stopped shining. Though we may think that, look outside, look out a window and, and go, well, the sun's not shining, but that's not true. The sun is still shining. We're just no longer in the vision of the sun. We no longer can see the sun, right? We're not in its presence. And so likewise, God doesn't stop being himself, okay? So when our view of God changes, it's not God who has changed. It's us. It's our viewpoint that has changed. Our view of God has changed, not God. And so as you get older and things happen and maybe you go, I really got, thought that God was a God of mercy. He is a God of mercy. Your viewpoint has changed. Sin has altered your view of God. And so I really want us to understand this, that that though there's different doctrines that'll come and go, there's different thoughts that'll happen, there's different things that'll influence our view of God, God has not changed. He is the same to yesterday, today, and forevermore. All right. And so what does this actually mean? Glad y'all asked. If God never changes, then we can trust his word, his being, and his plan. And this has just so many different important paths that come off of just his immutability. If God doesn't change, one of the biggest things is we can trust this. We can trust his word. <clears throat> if God has been the same through all the stuff that's happened and everything else has changed, but God hasn't, I can trust him at his word. If God himself is consistent, his word's going to be consistent. If Corey is inconsistent, my word is going to be inconsistent. You see that? Because God never changes. His word never changes. All right, so this isn't something that, you know, his word um, 422 years ago meant something and now it means something else. That's not true. His word means the same, okay? His being, God has not changed his being. All of his attributes have always been just like they are now. They've always been that way. Just 100% perfect across the board at all times, period. There's no arguing it. That is truth, gospel truth there. <clears throat> and we can trust his plan, because we can trust his word, because we can trust his wisdom, we can trust his plan. And that is really important, especially in times like these. Guys, we have so much stuff going on right now. Every day, things change and they can change drastically. I, I mean, people around us are, are coming down with a, with a virus that is killing people across this globe across this world, this earth, and, and there's really nothing we can do about it. But we can trust his plan. Why? Because his plan hasn't changed. His word hasn't changed. He hasn't changed. And so that brings great comfort to me, knowing that though everything around me right now is, is literally changing, he is not. 
and I can find comfort there. I can find peace and rest and joy knowing that my God is the same. We can depend on him. And so my encouragement to y'all tonight, tomorrow, the next day, is to depend on a God that doesn't change. He's working all things out. It's like that song. I'm not going to sing it, but it's the God who never changed. He's working all things out. He is. Even right now, when all this stuff around us is going on, everything in our life is changing. We've gone from maybe no school and and maybe no work to maybe no school and no work um, to maybe being able to just kind of come and go as we please and do the things that we please to now just sitting at home and kind of doing a whole bunch of nothing. Um, He's working it all out. This is this is happening for our benefit. And we know that because Romans says all things work for the good for those who love him. Those have been a call, um, called according to his purpose. We know that. What we also know is that he's working this out for his glory. It's for his honor. And it's, it's going to be great. I don't know what the future holds. But what I do know is that I can depend on him. And I can depend on him because he hasn't changed. And so my encouragement is that you see that, that y'all believe that, that you can pick up his unchanging word and dive into it and study it and learn it. And the beautiful thing about his word not changing is that I don't learn something today and then come back to it in 20 years and learn something opposite and have to relearn it. It's like, and y'all didn't grow up with this, but when I was a kid, Pluto was a planet. And now it's apparently just a star. And so I had to relearn that Pluto is not really a a planet, which is, is dumb to me. Who cares? That's not how his word is. His word is always his word and it's always perfect. And so my encouragement to you is that as you dive in here and you really get to, to grasping some really good truth here and, and, and really eating good food, spiritual food, that you'll be able to go deeper and deeper and deeper in it because it doesn't change. You're not having to relearn the basics here. I didn't have to relearn anything elementary like Pluto as a planet and then, oh, never mind, Pluto's not a planet. Nothing like that has happened in God's word. It's all the same. It never changes. Guys, it's important that we understand that. God is immutable. He never ever, ever changes. Ever. Get it through your mind. He never changes, period. All right, let's pray. Father, God, I just come to you and I say thank you. Father, I'm thankful that you don't change. I'm thankful that you don't adapt thankful you don't evolve. Lord, for you to do those things would mean that you were either not perfect to begin with or you're leaving perfection to come down to something else, to imperfection. That's not true. Lord, you are wonderful. And I'm so thankful that I can depend on you and I can trust you in large part because you don't change. I know that when you say something, I can take it to the bank. 
Lord, I know that that when you say trust in me, I can. Lord, I'm thankful for that. And it means so much in times like these where everything around us is changing, but you are not. Lord, you're like a solid rock in sinking sand. Lord, all around me is sinking sand. And if I take a step off your rock, Lord, I will be sinking with it. But because you are who you say you are, and because you are constant, you're you're not changing. Lord, I can just sit down on this rock, and I've got a firm foundation that's going to keep me up. Lord, it's not going to let me fall. It's not even going to let me sink. Lord, I'm thankful for you. Lord, I'm thankful for your word that shows me truth like this. I'm thankful for your Holy Spirit that illuminates that and brings it to my attention and and gives me the ability to understand. Lord, I'm thankful for the um, Bible studies that our youth is doing on their own with the leaders, without the leaders. Lord, it's just, it's awesome. It's awesome seeing that um, these kids are not relying on us for their walk with you, but they're taking it into their own um, control, Lord, and they're they're being obedient to you. Lord, I pray that you would bless them. Pray that you would continue to, to call them to you. Lord, I pray that you would just continue to captivate them. Lord, I pray for my students who um, may not be doing that. Lord, I pray that, that they would. I pray that they would trust you and open up to you, Father, and um, and be able to um, experience these truths. Lord, help them to dive into your word. And, and Lord, I just pray that your Holy Spirit would just, just absolutely cover them and, and, and open their eyes to what your word has to say. Lord, I'm thankful for who you are. And I'm thankful for who you're not. Lord, I'm thankful that you never change. And I can take that to the bank. Lord, I love you. I'm dependent on you. It's in your name I pray. And with all my heart, I love you. Amen. Bye, guys. All right, guys. We're going to sing one last song um, before we close. Um, sing this and then dad's gonna have an announcement but I just want to go off what Corey is saying like if you're a guy or a girl just want to invite you to reach out to me my mom Megan just anybody um and we can get you connected with a group because we definitely want y'all to have that accountability it's um really great the technology that we have so just reach out to us if you don't already from heaven you came running there was mercy in your eyes to reveal the kingdom come to a virgin came the word from a throne of endless glory to a cradle in the
all to the other side Knowing this was our salvation Jesus for our sake you died Praise the Father Praise the Son Praise the Spirit Three in one God of glory Majesty Praise forever To the King of kings The morning that you rose All of heaven held its breath Till that stone was moved for good For the Lamb it conquered death And the dead rose from their tombs And the angels stood in awe For the souls of all who'd come To the Father are restored And the church of Christ was born Then the Spirit lit the flame Now this gospel truth of old Shall not kneel shall not faint by his blood and in his name in his freedom i am free for the love of jesus christ who is resurrected me Thank you for the message um, that Corey brought, Lord. Thank you for putting um, the attributes on his heart, Lord, just um, that we've been able to learn more and more about you, God. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for never changing. Um, thank you for being constant in this chaos, God. Just what a blessing that is to have somebody to turn to that's always constant. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay, a few announcements before you have to go back inside your house. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're already inside your house. Um, by the way, Corey, uh, great job. Amanda was just saying she didn't remember Pluto being a planet or any of that. She just remembered him off of Mickey Mouse or something like that. So uh, thanks for that reminder about Pluto. So students, a few things to know. One, uh, well, first of all, we're glad you were with us tonight. If you could be here, if you're watching on a recording. It's, I like to pick at you. It's just really one of the perks of this job. Uh, since they won't pay, pay me anything, then I, I feel like I really get to double up on my efforts to pick at you. So uh, the thing is, just know that Corey mentioned the youth leaders and interns. We miss you guys. We miss seeing you. Uh, we're glad we're able to connect online, but we do miss getting to see you. So uh, we love you and hope that you get to keep coming back. And, and make sure, uh, one of the challenges we want to give you, make sure to be reaching out to the other youth in our 412 ministry, Okay. 
like the Corey mentioned, there's some that's doing Bible studies. The ladies are doing Bible studies. Reach out to each other, not just your brother or sister screaming at them to go make you some hot chocolate or something. Reach out to those that's not around you because they're stuck in their home too, and we need to encourage each other. I was kidding about knocking the pedestal out from them, but encourage each other, whether it's on FaceTime or Skype or whatever all those things are. Uh, talk to each other, text each other, call each other. If there's something you need from one of the youth leaders, call us. We're, we'll be there for you. We may not come to your house, but we'll be there to support you. Okay, So that's the challenge we want you guys to have, to support each other in this ministry. It's part of the fellowship. It's part of the bonding. But then also, just like you should do in your daily walk, reach out to those your friends at school that maybe are not part of the 412 ministry. This is your chance to be an example for them. This, this is a challenging time, but don't miss the opportunities in this challenging time to be salt and light. Just because you're not physically seeing someone doesn't mean you can't be salt and light and being a good example. So communicate with those other folks, all right? Um, the ladies, we mentioned it. So the, the ladies are having a Bible study. It's, it's on Zoom, so it's a free app. Uh, if you want to participate, and we encourage you to do it, reach out to Megan, reach out to Amanda. They can help you with that. They do it on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays. Monday, Tuesday, Friday at 7 o'clock. It's an hour-ish thereabouts. And it's a good time for you guys to connect with one another there as well. And, and to be studying, studying the Word. Uh, if you noticed, Corey was, uh, that was a video of Corey. He recorded that last night. He's at home. Uh, we think they're okay, but just out of sake of, of cautiousness, he didn't want to come in just just because there is a little bit of sickness going around, but we think it's, they, they do feel confident that it is, it's not the coronavirus, but just, just being cautious, so they didn't come in. But that, that, just keep that in mind. Be prayerful for him, be prayerful for his family, as well as each other, as I mentioned earlier, okay? So I think, uh, oh, okay. So we're going to continue to meet, the, the main announcements you need to take away, we're going to continue to meet like this until at least April 8th. Right now we're planning on coming back April 8th, but that could change. And we will keep you posted through all the different forms of announcements we send out, whether it's the, the text or Facebook or whatever. But right now, April 8th, we're coming back. Until then, we're online. So continue to join us. Share this with your friends. Have them join us. Look, just to point out, you, you may have a friend that's thinking about going to church and they're not comfortable coming through the doors. This is a way they can participate without coming through the doors. And then they can get a feel for this. So share this with your friends about joining us online uh, for, uh, until April 8th. Uh, summer trip. Summer trip. Right now, we're still planning on going. Okay, We are still planning on going. Our deposits, your deposits are due next week. We want you to plan on going. It is much easier to plan on going and cancel those plans than it is to say we're not going to go and then say, oh, no, we changed our mind. Everything's good. And we're and having to regroup and figure out how to get there, how to collect money, and that kind of thing. So we're going to plan on going. Tell your parents. If your parents have questions, reach out to one of the leaders. We need those deposits because we still got to make our deposit. But good news is we, Amanda has already reached out to the people that have the condos and confirmed that they can re reimburse us and that they can refund us if we cancel. They understand the situation. So if you give us money in the deposit... That's just to hold your spot. If we cancel the trip, we're going to give you your money back. All right? 
but plan on going. And let us know if you have questions. If you need to figure out how to get us your money, if you haven't put the deposit, reach out to one of the leaders, all right? And then, um, what, what else we have? Yeah, 4-1. Okay, so that, I think that covers everything. Uh, so you all have a blessed week. We're glad you joined us, and we'll see you back next week. Miss you guys.